We've been gone for a while, but just like Arnold, we're back. We're back. There's a new plan, new episodes, and old friends. Get ready, because... I'm Ted. And I'm Tanner. And this is our podcast. I got chills all over Introductions, my body. yeah, I know, right? Man, Tanner. So remember that time we're like, hey, we're gonna have a new plan. We're gonna actually do this, and then like we didn't. I am just more and more convinced that our uh, our podcast is gonna be quite random, and quite random. Yeah, 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 yeah. But things are changing. I think so. But we've said that before. Yep, we have <laughs> many times. Uh, we actually, I've I've gotten. Notes from family and friends going, hey, so is your podcast ever coming back? So at least there's like, you know, our moms want us to keep recording these things. Yeah. My mom's like, I, I, I like it because I, I hear your voice. It's like, mom, I call you like once a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Done. awesome. Yeah, no, I'm excited that we're going to kind of get a new schedule, new rhythm going on mm-hmm. uh, with the podcast. Mm-hmm. We've got like, what, two a month, we said? Yeah, I think we're going to try for two a month, and that should be good. And also, uh, just kind of updates in life. Uh, one exciting thing, he's not here today, but in the future, we're adding a new uh, addition to our podcasting crew, producer Matt. Producer Matt. So my, my kid brother moved down to help us at the church plant, and... Uh, he knows a lot more about these things than you and I do, which has just kind of been like us stumbling forward. Yeah, and he's he's good because he's like particular. Yeah, like I, this it should be this way, and so we'll we'll sound better. We may not be more funny, but we'll sound better. It's impossible for us to be more funny. <laughs> We've reached the top. Yeah, we're pretty. How are you guys yeah. doing at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's here, which is good. Um, you know, just quick updates on us. Our refrigerator's still broken. How is it still broken? Oh, dude, it's. It's hilarious. So I called in to... And when you say hilarious, that's like your way of saying, I'm trying not to cry as we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah. Okay. I bought a shop vac because it got so bad at one point. Well, that was a good thing though, right? Yeah, no, like you finally had a reason to buy a shop vac. Seriously, like I would recommend when you like... So when you buy a new house, you always have Home Depot or Lowe's trips. Yeah. And I would say on that first trip you go, buy a shop vac. Buy a shop vac. Dude, so worth it. I'll write it down. You're not writing. I'm not writing anything down. We just moved into a new apartment. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, it's good. Oh, two it's bathrooms. Two bathrooms, which is a game changer. The apartment that we were living in, I don't know the square footage, but um, small. I would right? put it at like probably just at 900 square feet. Yeah, it was It was pretty tiny. It's pretty mm-hmm. tiny. Uh, one bedroom, one bath, and now we're in a two bedroom, two bath, which is kind of like, where'd my wife go? Uh, yeah, there are ever times where you're just like yelling through the apartment because you don't know where Sarah is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's great though. It's a much better location, mm-hmm. same price, um, so it's good. It's That's good. Really but we moved in the best time of the year, right? Yeah, Which July. Like July. Yeah, so oh, so hot. imagine what the the sun, the surface of the sun, must feel like. That's and why then, there's no homes there. Yeah, and then up at a few degrees. That's yeah. what we mean. July yeah. in Texas, Texas is even like, closer. Yeah, the sun. That's right. Not a good way. Not the rest of the world. Just Texas. Just, just slowly inches closer. It's, it's we have to prove ourselves to be like, listen, we're better than all of you, so we, we can survive this heat. Oh my gosh. Uh, hey, but you dropped a new EP. I did. It's called Daily Shorts because they're short, and you can listen to it daily. <laughs> 
Oh, I get it. Yeah, no, your brother and I, we put together some some poems. I've been I've been releasing poems steadily, like mm-hmm. one a day for the last mm-hmm. four months or something like that. Yeah. So I decided that I'm just going to record. I'll record a couple of them. Uh, Matt has put some awesome music behind them to kind of carry the words along. Mm-hmm. And so we put it on Spotify and everywhere else that you listen to, to music, wherever else you stream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's out right now. It's There's six poems, and the whole album is six minutes long. So yeah. I like it because it's short, and it's just like, it just kind of, it's, it's easy. And um, poetry is hard to digest. Yeah. And like, it, like it, yeah. And I never understood, like, and I'm not against it, right? But I never understood, like, a book of poetry. Yeah. Like, I'm always impressed by people who can put that much poetry there. Yeah. But, like, I've never gone to a bookstore and said, oh, you know what I want? A book of poetry. Yes. Like. Yeah. And as somebody who writes poetry and who has a book of poetry coming out in the future, mm-hmm. which well, you should buy when it comes out. Oh, I'll buy yours. But I am, I'm, I'm much, I'm much more enticed by, like, a story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like I so with writing a book of poetry, I want the story behind the poem. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's that's so that's much more fascinating to me because you're basically what you're doing is you're boiling down this this thought, this feeling, this emotion. Right. And or this this really the story, this narrative that you're putting mm-hmm. it into a couple of lines. Yeah. Right. And that's that's the thing I like most about poetry is it simplifies a lot of like what's in the head and what's in the heart, mm-hmm. and then it cuts kind of deep, or mm-hmm. hopefully it should. Well, and that's and I think. That's what I like about the shorts, right? Is yeah. you can listen to it. And I've actually, I've had it, do you have one or two out so far? Just one. Just one. So we put out Welcome to the Other Side, which mm-hmm. is about, it was five Which poems, is a longer EP. 18 minutes long. Yeah. So that came out in June, I think. Mm-hmm. That was in June. So this one just came out. Now that one came out in July. This one came out last two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago. And so we have three more that we're going to do. And so we're just going to pump them out over the next, like, six months. Nice. So nice. Uh, the next one should drop in a little over a month. That's exciting. So That's real exciting. Yeah. It's, been, it's, been a, it's been a season of just creating, creating, and sharing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? But other times I'm like, I feel like this is helping somebody. Well, and, you know? and we're going to talk a little bit later, too, about grinding, like, oh, yeah. through creative processes, which we talk about, I think, quite a bit on this podcast yeah. but, but with your job and with my job it's yeah. like it, it, you look at it you're like oh you're planting a church that's not too creative mm-hmm. it's like oh actually there's there's a lot of creativity yeah. involved in starting something from nothing mm-hmm. and then trying to mm-hmm. engage with a community of people yeah. build systems build ideas so yeah yeah so there's not really too much that's happening i mean our season our summer's busy but and it's about to end it's about to end yeah we're excited for to get kind of like back in the swing of things with church mm-hmm. and stuff and mm-hmm. college students returning, which is always exciting. Uh, yeah. When do they come back? Two weeks? A week? Two weeks from now. Oh, yeah. So good. So yeah. good. Well, here's a quick word from our sponsors. So with us today, we have an old friend. I guess old for me. When did when did you guys meet? I think we I, knew of each other. I knew each other. I think we met briefly one time at a bar in Chicago. Either either it was me or my friend told me that he met you at a bar in Chicago, and I just thought I was there with him. I don't think I, I met you at a bar in Chicago. Mm, maybe not. But I've known your sister for... What year is it right now? 2018. 2018. So, like, I'm a new sister for, like, eight years. That sounds like factual. Yeah. So, our buddy, uh, Phil Klopke. <laughs> yeah. What's up? This is Phil, by the way. This is Phil. Uh, have you met Phil? 
so Phil is in from Nashville for the weekend for some work stuff and a wedding he's attending, and so he's staying with us. So he's on the podcast. That's and that's basically how you get on the podcast yeah. now. You come stay yeah, with just their come Ted. stay with us. Yeah, yeah, so, nice. And I finally made it. So yeah, feeling good. Boom. Boom. Welcome to the podcast. I know it's it's pretty glamorous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, couldn't sleep last night thinking about it so the whole time. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, <laughs> so nervous. What are we going to talk about? Oh, we no. made you coffee, so I know. I'm very thankful. You're welcome. So, Phil, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, where you come from, what you're doing now, those kinds of things. Sure. Um, I am originally from Chicago, Chateau. Illinois. So, uh, if there is any Cubs references, um, that's the reason being. Um, rule number one on this podcast. Exactly. So, from Chicago. And, uh, anyways, long story short, uh, planted a church in Southwest Florida, Fort Myers, uh, Florida. So, shout out. Florida? Well, you're yeah. from Florida, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, we yeah. talk about Florida a lot. Got it. And so uh, another Florida man. I know, right? <laughs> See me in the news. And uh, recently, my wife and I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Where Nashville! <laughs> you guys have been waiting to say that the whole time. Not the whole time, yeah. but Nashville. I've already said it like three times since you've been here. Anyway, so they, you know, there's like things in life that you don't do. And like we did all those things all at once where, you know, we're going to get a new job, buy a new house. Um, oh, yeah. Have a baby. So all those small things, things. Yeah, small, small things. things. So small I am a dad. Uh, small things. Which is uh, pretty awesome. Um, How old is Porter now? He is six weeks old today. Today. Happy six Dang, weeks. Six weeks. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about the name Porter. Great. Is it, is it based off of like... I was drinking a porter. It's out of the Bible. Did you? Uh, is it? It is. No. no, just kidding. There's there's no references of porter. So we were actually looking for a name with significance um, yes. that, uh, I don't know, that had meaning. So porter is our firstborn, and hopefully, maybe, God willing, there might be some more to come after that. And we wanted him to just kind of be the... Um, the entryway into the family. Actually, my family's thrilled because there is no other Klopkes. I was like the last hope. And so <laughs> when they found out it was going to be a boy, they were rejoicing. But um, Porter... Philly one Kenobi, Klopke. You're my, you're my only hope. Yes, that is me. So um, anyways, uh, I was actually at a brewery. Really? And in Fort Myers. And I was picking up a Porter beer. Yeah. And I was is like... Is that your beer of choice? You know, um, secondary. What's first? First one probably is going to be like a coffee stout. And you can't call it, can't call it kids. You can call them stout. That's the next one. That's true. That's true. But I, I was drinking was a quarter beer and I was like, huh, I wonder what this means. So I looked it up and it means gatekeeper, uh, stronghold. And I was like, hmm, I like it. That's so awesome. um, we were wrestling with that name and then we went with Porter Jacob uh, mm-hmm. To wrestle with God, a stronghold, and felt like that was an appropriate firstborn name. So that's good. That's, that's awesome. his name. So that's real good. Yeah. So that's what's up. So we moved to Nashville. We work for um, an organization called PLI, and uh, it is a network that helps coach churches all throughout the country and the world. And uh, they brought us on for a special project called A Thousand Young Leaders, where um, we are connecting with millennials uh, that may be interested in church plant types, mm-hmm. but the only catch is we're not really focusing on church workers. We're focusing on people that are 
um, in that are baristas, nurses, mm. business entrepreneurs, and we're giving them uh, resource and training and coaching to be missionary disciples where they do work, life, and play. So um, that's the new project. Um, having a blast. Love East Nashville. Oh, how can you not? Yes. Like, um, really, how can you not? I mean, every day of the week, I can pick whatever coffee place to be, and um, I'm living the life. Yeah, so. we were talking last night, and we where I live in East Nashville is just down the road from where y'all are living. That's too. right. And it's a beautiful place. Just perfect. Yeah. Um, the coffee over there is great. The food over there is great. And the people over there are great, too. Uh, but it is definitely like an up-and-coming town. So you guys luckily got a place to live over there. But I feel like in the next like two years, every house in that neighborhood is going to be Phil does a great a job of, I mean, you're only two houses in. Yeah. But he's he's played he's played the real estate market pretty well. Some so. And there's going to be a market crash next year. That's right. And you're going to jinx it. And we're all screwed. And I, yeah. So, so anyways. No, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. Um, there's a lot of hipsters in yeah. East Nashville. Also uh, known as my people. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, uh, and I feel like I, I don't fit in too well. In fact, I was getting a sandwich at, uh, what is it called again? Sandwich Place. Oh, not fought. No. Um, it starts with an M? Uh, Mitchell's. 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 I was going to say Mavericks. Yeah. No. But. That's an NBA team. Uh, yes, I'm very aware, quite aware. <laughs> All right. I was going to say Fozzie's, but that's St. Louis. Yeah, that is. That's a good. That's that a good place to live. Right around the corner from Fozzie's. So did I. I used to walk there and say, "Oh, I wish I had money to buy a sandwich." Where did you live? On Moreland's Drive. You lived in Richmond Heights. I think so. I, it was like my first my first place out of college. And you I were actually in St. Louis when I was there. And I think Ted was gone at the time. I must have been on Victory. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we briefly saw each other and we were like, wave hi. And that was it. I think I saw you at a coffee well. shop. Probably. Did it look like I had just gotten done crying? Probably. It was a rough season for my life. Got it. Got yeah, 12-13 was when I was on Vicarage, so. Yeah, that's when I, I moved down there in 12, so. Okay. So I was at Mitchell's. Mitchell's, yes. And getting a sandwich. And I, I'm just noticing how hipster this yeah. East Nashville places and one of the styles of clothing for hipsters is wearing like capri jeans yeah. um, but they're like really baggy like grandma style right, 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 right. and then and and I, I, I it was like this is this is something that I've just never seen before I don't get so it. I, don't I don't get it, it. I don't yeah. understand it um, that's that's basically the time do you ever feel like completely out of place in a, like in a place like that when you're wearing athletic shorts and a t-shirt and a ball cap and you're like oh were we supposed to dress up to come to this coffee shop? Uh, well, for, I don't always wear t-shirt and shorts and ball cap. But yes, I just feel like I... You wear other clothes or are you just like... I, I, just, I don't wear any clothes at okay. all. <laughs> Smart. That's it's when I feel... Exactly. <laughs> what up, world? Well, no, I think that's... I feel like I, I my, my hipster, like I'm a 2011 hipster. Yeah. Right? So like all these new fads, it's like, oh, that's not me. But like when you show up in like a baseball cap and, t- and a t-shirt, they're probably like, oh, I bet he's like... Oh, he's probably a film director. It's, oh, it's true. He's probably he's he's been here for a while. I never thought of it that way. Right. So they're probably like. So that's the mindset. It's the Godfather. That's the mindset. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> I want to be friends with him. The mindset. You know, my favorite game to play is at like hipster coffee shops. That that I, I like to play the the number of Instagram followers this person may have. You ever played that game before? Like, no. somebody like that person. How? Plays, do, like, why? Why do I play? Yeah. I have nothing else to do. Just sitting there. I've played hipster homeless before. I guess it takes people watching to it like a new level when oh, you're thinking does. that way. Yeah, it definitely does. Got it. So then do you try and track them down on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you're like sitting there and you're like, you so you find the location that you're at. You look mm-hmm. at the last couple of pictures. Maybe they posted one there. You are a stalker. 
I wouldn't call it a stalker. It's a it's a I want social to play experiment. Uh, it's a social experiment, and I like to play games. So let's just say you find someone that has followers, uh, fifty thousand people. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good following, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you approach them? Do you talk oh, no, to them? No, no. no? no, no. I don't okay. have anything to say. Nothing Got to it. say. But it's it's more of like the game. It's like where's Waldo? It's like can I find this person? The okay. The internet is just one big game. It's true. Like, we're all losing, but it's just one <laughs> big game, right? It's like can I find this person? Can I see what they just did? Okay, dude. I would say I'm try it some time, but the more I'm talking about this out loud, the more it does okay. sound like I'm so, talking a so little bit. So here's the deal. This is this is like I was like, oh yeah, you, like I had totally forgotten you can do location mm-hmm. services. So I just went this you know small town north of Austin where we're recording this, and this is literally the second picture that came up on the search, and it's someone with their pistol next to a sink full of bullets. <laughs> Why am I in Texas? Because I don't know if you can get any more. Texas a full of bullets. And what? what's this? Read the caption. Is there a way that you guys Anyone? can just put that on your social media so people see how ridiculous that is? It's, it's, uh, anyone have a, know a good plumber asking for a friend? And then it's a picture of a sink full of bullets. So. And he's your next. Oh my gosh. The bottom, <laughs> the bottom response is, um, dang it, honey. Sink's clogged with freedom again. Oh no! <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. No, 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 no. Dude, this is gonna have to be a new game we play on the show, which is the craziest local Instagram post. But then that means you have to go to different locations. Dang it! Another Anyways, idea. so Phil, so that, so so that's my game that I play. I invite you to play it when you go to like should. Crema. Okay, favorite coffee shop in Nashville. Um, I am digging ugly mugs. Oh, the ugly and, mugs, yeah. And, and I think it's underrated. Everyone's like barista parlor or you know, oh yeah, yeah, frothy monkey yeah. or all these different places. Ugly mugs, um, good coffee, good people. Right next, uh, right to, next, next to place Jenny's, right? Right next to Jenny's, so good. Also right next to Five Daughters and Rose Pepper and Rose Pepper. And who has fantastic margaritas? Best margaritas in Nashville. So yes, so the good. best. You have so. to put that classification on it. What best margaritas in Nashville? I haven't. Well, but also their sign out front of rose pepper, pepper is always great. brilliant. Always. Great. I really want to meet oh, the sign. I'm sure you guys have seen like, like yeah, that. yeah. One of the signs uh, recently was whoever created the um, skip to skip Netflix. Yeah. What what is that called? When skip you skip intro. Yeah, skip, skip intro. intro. He said, whoever created Skip Intro and Netflix eats here free for life. And I was like, I want to just walk in there like, I'm the guy. Uh, it was me. It was me. And I wonder what the response would be. Like, and do they do they have church? Yeah, exactly. And then they said, show me your credentials. And, no, that's right. Yeah. So, Here's my Netflix account. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you've watched Boss Baby 30 times? <laughs> well, well, someone had to. <laughs> so, okay, so Phil, you've... You, you work in Nashville for this group PLI, yep. 1,000 Young Leaders. Um, you started in February? Yeah. And so it's just been basically you're creating something from the bottom up. Yeah, basically everything's in the works right now. Um, and uh, we're, we're planning, we're prepping, we're working with different writers throughout the country. And that's been a really great experience so far. But we are launching our first ever cohort for 1,000 Young Leaders um, November 1st, 2018. So if you're listening to this podcast and you are interested, we should talk. Um, but we'll talk about that later. But anyways, um, yeah, good stuff. 
working with some incredible people. Um, if we are to take a look at the American church today and just see how things are changing, um, this might be something that you resonate with. Yeah. And uh, maybe there's different emotions from frustration to anger. Uh, maybe there's still a lot of hope in the church, which is good. Um, we want to have those type of conversations with you. What does that look like to love your neighbor in your work, in your in your neighborhood, and your where you do work, life, and play? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just like a, a really great outside resource. Yeah, which, yeah, absolutely. So, so so with that, and we were kind of talking before we got started. You said you you enjoy starting things. Yes, love it. So, what have you discovered about in starting things? What's I mean, what? What have you learned in that whole process? Sure. You know, everyone likes to dream. Everyone likes to talk about the the next big thing, right? You know, or the the, the latest and greatest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to invent this and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to make all the money in the world. But mm-hmm. which is good. We, we all should be thinking, dreaming, aspiring for big things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I've learned and and that's, this comes from church planning. This comes from, I don't know, life mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, you, you, you can have big dreams. But if you're not willing to put the time and the work and to grind it out, then you might as well forget about it. So yeah. um, that's that's the thing that I've learned. And it, it sounds, I don't know, um, like easy to mm-hmm. be able to say that, but like it's it's really hard to um, do those types of things. So yeah. 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 If you start something, that's great, but can you continue it on? Exactly. Exactly. So it's I have a dream. It's I have mad respect for people that, you know, that are living out their dreams. So for instance, I'm really proud of you, Tanner, for going to speak. And if you are following him and his accounts, you see that, man, this guy is putting stuff out left and right. And uh, mad respect for people that are truly, truly trying to live that out. And that takes work, right? Is your computer about to explode? Yes. Oh no. One hundred no, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm getting it's scared. Up. If you hear a hum, we'll blame it on Ted. Well yeah, well I mean I started written to speak five years ago and I feel like and I've like consistently, kind of consistently added to it. Yep. But in the last couple of months it's like just turn it up. Yep. Right. And that's a really hard thing to do. It's really hard to just say, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna I'm gonna do more. Because really it is a second job, a part time job or whatever. Absolutely. It is. But like, I mean, uh, John Acuff, Nashville guy, like he talks a lot about starting things yep. and like writing down goals and keeping at it and finding people who will hold you accountable to do it. Because if it's worth doing, you'll do it. Yeah. And I think that's huge. Just writing stuff down, yeah. making goals, planning things out. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're not, if you're not willing to take the time to do it, it's just never going to happen. And yeah. it's unfortunate, but uh, that's just, I think the case for most people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's interesting because people... When you start something, there's a lot of excitement about, we're going to do this new thing. Mm -hmm. And I've watched it happen. Now that I'm on the other side, we're almost three years in. So we're still, I mean, we're still in the startup phase, I'd say. Narrative. Yeah, narrative. Our church, sorry. Um, But it's interesting. It's easy to get excited about front-end stuff. You know, for us, it's easy to get excited when we went and bought the sound system. It's easy to get excited when the logo design comes in. It's easy to get excited when... Uh, you know, you put up the website, right? Yeah. But what people don't realize and what I had to grow in was saying it's super easy to get excited about those things and not realize that you have to put something behind it. Mm-hmm. There was a... So I I know the local brewery here in town. We have friends who work there and... There was another brewery that started a Facebook page and a website all about like, 
oh, we're going to open in Georgetown and, you know, here's, here's our plan. Here's everything we're going to do. We're going to rent this old restaurant space that's been empty. And I'm sitting with, I have tacos every Tuesday with, um, uh, for breakfast with the guy who's the head of packaging and one of the sales guys. And, uh, when that started happening about a year ago, the sales guy was like, he, he'd been on board since the beginning with the brewery. He's like, these guys are announcing all these things. They still don't have their TABC license, which is your alcoholic mm-hmm. beverage license. And he's like, that is going to take them months mm-hmm. because you have to do all this background. And so I think people, it's easy to get excited yeah. about when you see the things. But what people don't realize and what Phil's doing right now, because mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot, is the grinding work behind mm-hmm. starting something. And yeah. saying, you got to be smart about how you talk about things because you can't just say, oh, look at our great logo. Mm-hmm. Logos are great and they're fun. Mm-hmm. Like they're a lot of fun because it puts a visualization on what you're doing. But man, if, if you put up that logo and there's nothing behind it. Yeah. What is it? Or yeah. it's like when you launched your first service, you're like, oh, this is awesome. And then you have to do it again. I can't, I can't tell you how many <laughs> times you another Sunday this month, right? Crap. I can't tell you how many times this year I've looked at someone either on leadership or I think even to Tanner and I've gone, oh yeah, we got to do this again next week. Yeah. And that's like, that's how it functions for a church. But like that's, sure. I mean, with the business, it's like, oh yeah, we got to open again tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. And that's why you really got to love what you do mm-hmm. or what you're, you have to love the dream enough to work at it. Yep. And, and what I've discovered for me is it's easy for me to dream and have fun ideas. I can work about three. Mm-hmm. One big one and two fun ones. And right now, those three things are narrative's the big one, mm-hmm. and then the podcast is a fun one, and that's even been suffering a little bit, and we've, we've had to, you know, figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then prepping the next book I'm going to write, you know, that's yeah. that's another smaller one, but still... I mean, even in writing a book, like there are times writing a book sounds like so much fun. Oh, it sounds so great. Yeah. It sounds awful. Do you know how many times? <laughs> I think about that. I'm like, no way. There's no way that I can do that. Well, so so fun, mad respect to you. Thanks, man. The, the funny thing about it is my best writing time is from four in the morning to 10 in the morning. That sounds awful too. Like, so I would, in the morning? I would I wake really. up at 345, come down, get... I'd either have a Coke or a coffee. How old are a you? Snack. I'm a wine of Coke or a can of Coke. You're wine of bed early, man. I'm not gonna do this. I would literally snort a can yeah, of Coke. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It was, you know, yeah, but like but I think, and that's the thing, like, and this isn't to toot my own horn. Like this is, it sucks. Oh yeah. Like accomplishing stuff you want to do sucks for a while. Yeah. Um, before it's good. Yep. Yep. And. Yep. Yeah. And it's grind, it's also, but yeah. it's also like. You have to know the reason why you're doing it too, yeah. because if it's like so that you'll be recognized or that somebody will like it, like good oh luck. my god, that's out the good door luck. so I've, fast. I have lost so many like friends because I started this thing, like because they're like, oh, I just don't, I just don't like poetry. Or, or you were like something. blowing up their social media wall and they're like, well, we don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> I wonder how many people, to me during I the wonder Olympics. how many people have like unfollowed me on like a lot of things because they're like, it was just all another poem, another invite to like his page. Like, yeah. 
So there's a lot of like mental work that works against you, and there's a lot of like relational work that comes against it. Yeah. But it's like if this is what you want to do, or like for us, like fault like believers in Jesus, like is this what you're called to do? Yeah. Or like this, I yeah. feel like I definitely should be doing this, and I don't know why, but well, I need to. And and in that too, and you guys can speak to this, like the magic fades, and it's learning to love the ordinary. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the and you start. You start, you're excited when you see a reason, like when there's a physical manifestation yeah. of like, oh, this is why I do this, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And you learn to say, man, I love these moments. Yeah. But you learn to love, like last week I spent six hours making um, a, working on um stuff for budgeting because we budget in October. Like that's where we set it for the new year in October. So we're a couple months ahead. Mm-hmm. And I sat down cause my kind of my mantra has become, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. So in the past I've made the mistake of waiting too long to get budget stuff ready. So I sat down for six hours and worked in Google sheets to just make a bunch of, um, spreadsheets to help me figure out, Hey, where are, where are we? If someone had told me in seminary, hey, part of church planting is you're going to spend a lot of time and fall in love with Google Sheets, mm-hmm. I'd been like, nah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be too busy baptizing. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I'm too busy saving the world. <laughs> Speaking at conferences and writing yeah. books, I guess, is actually true. But yeah. um, It's a good thing that you're saying this because if your church is listening to this podcast... They'll know I'm doing work. Exactly. Yeah. More that's, than just a Sunday. That's day. actually the whole reason... I'm talking about. We this. started this podcast that church, or t- church, so that Ted can inform his church and the things that he does outside. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How many subscribers? I I'm working. <laughs> how many subscribers do you have from your church? I don't know. Actually, I don't know how many people like because I don't. I don't actually push. I say my you do a hand vote at church on Sunday. I will hand vote. <laughs> put it in the announcements. I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to let you guys know, there's going to be another podcast coming up. Let's but like, I don't. I don't push my book or the podcast at church. Like, you didn't have somebody to do that for but you. But you push it on your friends. I do. Just I do. <laughs> <laughs> they have to like me. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So kind of to, to close down the segment, let me ask you guys a question. What is what is one thing you look at in things you love? So Tanner will do poetry with you, Phil, in starting this new endeavor of a thousand young leaders. What's one thing you do that you look at and go, man, it's just grind. Like that's just something I have to get done. And sometimes maybe I don't enjoy it or I've come to enjoy it because I see the results at the end when mm-hmm. I do it. So, um, Phil thousand young leaders, uh, Tanner poetry. What's, what's the, what's one thing you can think of? that's like, man, this is grinding. Um, for written to speak stuff, like the things that I love, it's the, it's just, it's the writing. It's mm-hmm. the writing. I just, I, I would love to just sit down and write. And if somebody asked me like, would you still write? Um, if you like, if written to speak didn't exist, would you still write if like people didn't follow you on the internet? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I would still write the things that like I do that I'm like, I know that I have to do this. It's mm-hmm. like posting things on the internet and engaging mm-hmm. with people that I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I have had a lot of conversations with myself and with other people. It's like, well, why do you engage with other people on the internet or like, spend time on Instagram to like invite people to your page and stuff like that. It's because I believe in the words. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, it's like if you started a church or a brewery or whatever it is, like you're going to find, you're going to talk to random people and invite them into what you started because you believe that it can help or that it can be a force for good in a world that's pretty loud. 
Yeah. Um, so I just I, I think the things that I do on the internet I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Because because I'd rather be reading articles about the NBA. Right. True. <laughs> true. 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 Yeah. What about you, Phil? Um, so a thousand young leaders, uh, right now we are in the process of recruiting people, mm-hmm. uh, into this particular movement. And so we've generated a prospect list and names. And luckily we've had so many pastors and leaders throughout, uh, the country giving us, uh, recommendations, nominations for people to be a part of it. And so that means I need to make phone calls and, and call these people. But a lot of times when I'm getting these names, um, I get a lot of cold calls and, uh, mm-hmm. People now are starting to get used to my 847 number, and I think they purposely don't want to pick up their phone. And so I think it's... Sorry. uh, Yeah, exactly. So, um, but the thing is, like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to just do it, right? Do the things that you don't love, right? Because if we don't have any people, how are we going to be able to start a movement? And, Mm -hmm. you know, what I I really want to see is I want to see more discipleship happening. I would love to see the, the church just explode in the America, in America. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, I can just sit back here and dream about it and talk about like how cool this would be and just see where, you know, um, where this is all going. But if I'm not putting in the work, making in the phone calls, talking to people, sharing what this movement's all about, well, we're not going to have a thousand leaders. We'll have like Zero. So yeah. we'll have billion leaders. <laughs> That's me. Um, or I'll just you know use my son and uh, he'll be Who's the first girl? first leader. It's Phil. So yeah, it's yeah. tough, but uh, it's not something I like to do. Um, but hey, you know you got to do it. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and I think so. In, in that same vein uh, of things, just things in general, I'm gonna just hard pivot us here. Because there was a great conversation that happened as Tanner walked into the house this morning. This is a hard. This, this is, is a hard. Pivot. I mean, it's we're just going to change direction. We're going to snap some necks with how hard we're pivoting. Break some ankles, if you will. What did you say? Oh, let's hear. I think you said it. You said it. I said it. Oh, me? Yes. For real? Yeah. Were you trying to like get me to say this? No. All right. Go ahead. What did I, what, what Space happened? Space Jam. All right. I was going to try and do a great lead in. Everybody Phil get up. It's yeah. time to jam now. Oh, my. I don't think I've ever had Phil sing on a recording ever. Welcome to the Space Jam. There it is. So Tanner walked in. It's your his, chance. In his Space Do jam. the dance. Is that another word? Space Jam. <laughs> In his uh, all right, and here comes our childhood. So I walked in, throw your hands. <laughs> Gus is now coming to investigate. So I walked sponsor. in wearing a Space Jam t shirt. Okay, so quick own, question. Which, by the shirts. way, I could have been a sponsor, by the way. You know, PLI, we could have had your first official sponsor. I'm glad I'm thinking of this now, but that way, I don't have well, to give you why any we'll, we'll talk after the podcast. Uh, Big wait, time out, like. Why? Why can't you sponsor us? I don't know. Why? Like, it's a really why do we have to talk about fee. this before? I have yeah. to get approval. <laughs> yeah, it's only a thousand dollars. Space Jam for the for the leaders. I'm sorry, I've interrupted you both. Yeah, a dollar per leader. This is what a podcast is. If you look like a podcast is interrupting another human being, <laughs> another, another, another human being just like stifling it down, be like they know that in a couple minutes they're going to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, I was waiting good. for one of you to interrupt me during this. Yeah, I've but, been okay. Made okay. <laughs> Your space. How many Space Jam shirts do you have? Just one. Well, okay. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I have two because I went and I bought one and I bought like I bought a large mm-hmm. and then I washed it and it shrunk down to like a small. So I went back and got like an extra large. 
to and so now it's an now extra it's, medium. Now it's fine. It's whatever. So how many times a week do you wear that shirt though? Oh, so I have completely like transformed my wardrobe, which really wasn't too hard to do because it was a lot of like animal t-shirts because I worked at camp for a long time, mm-hmm. nice. right? Uh, and so now it's just like plain t-shirts, and then I have like a newfound glory t-shirt, the Space Jam t-shirt, and church clothes, right? Which is they have buttons. But real quick comment on Tanner's wardrobe, monochromatic. Yeah, black. it is black it's from black. front to back. There's black with a little splash of color on some t-shirts. But so, but it makes it easy going back to like to the creative process. Like mm-hmm. that's one creative decision that because like it takes effort to think of like what I'm gonna wear. I have two pairs of pants. I have one pair of shorts, and I have like seven t-shirts. It's super easy to be like, this is what I'm wearing. And people are like, did you wear that yesterday? I'm like, no, because I have five black t-shirts. But I wear black because it makes me feel skinnier. So yes, I get it. Which yep. is really Tanner's I'm, issue. I'm not scared. So. <laughs> no, rough, I'm just kidding. I had a rough childhood. A rough childhood. Anyways, so, but this uh, shirt, do you wear it like once a week? I would say, yeah. I mean, I've worn it twice this week, but I did laundry. Do you do the smell test on it sometimes? Go, hmm. No, yeah, I, I'm somebody who's like, um, I know that I wore this. I know it probably smells. I will mm-hmm. wash it. Nice. Okay. So, Tanner's wearing this Space Jam shirt. So, then begins the discussion because... Uh, and now it's it's on IMDb, so it's it's gonna happen. Is the Space Jam two with LeBron? Yeah. And so Phil, being a good Chicago boy, immediately goes, "Well, we all know it won't be better than the first one because." Please tell me which sequel has ever been better than the original. And Actually, Flash okay, all right, time out. That was a horrible. Was, yeah. I I just thought of like three movies right. Yeah. Dum 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 dum. I don't, I don't think that Space Jam 2 will be better than Space the first, the original. Matter I think it will be. Why? Because LeBron is better. Oh. Okay. Here we go. No, but here, let me, <laughs> let me, let me qualify Do you that. even watch the NBA? Let, I'm, dude, I'm not, is the NBA acting? Uh, depends on, on which player you're talking about. <laughs> <really>. True, true. <laughs> um, let me rephrase that. No, I'm not going to, is the NBA acting? Like, Michael did a phenomenal job in Space Jam. I think better than any of us expected, right? Yeah. But have He's you talking seen to tennis balls half the game? That's true. <laughs> like, but have you seen LeBron in was it Trainwrecked? Yeah. Where it's him and Bill Hader, and he steals scenes from Bill Hader. Like, that's insane. See, here's the thing. Let me tell you what the thing is. To Hit me with the, it. The original Space Jam, the 97 minutes that it is, pure beauty. That's awesome that you know that. I'm pretty sure it's 97 minutes. Um, But it's just full. It's nostalgic. The soundtrack is flawless. Absolutely. It's like Bugs Bunny, right? And it's not like this this over-the-top Bill. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray. Larry Bird, right? Exactly. Larry's not white. Larry's clear, right? But, like, (laughs) the, the whole move, like, it's just... It's great for what it is, yeah. and it's not like artistically beautiful, but it is just fantastic. Ninety-eight minutes, <laughs> off by one. I'm gonna be okay with that. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay with that. Anyways, think. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Nostalgia factor. I agree. Yeah, I get it. I went last time I was on a plane or traveling or something, and I always go and download from Amazon Video or Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. download a couple. Yeah you know, shows or movies or something because I don't know how internet will be. And so I downloaded Space Jam. I was like, man, this 
This is a great movie. Like, it's a fun yeah. movie. But Michael's acting is great for a nostalgia factor. Not so great when you go back and watch it again. When he walks off the spaceship into the baseball game, chills. Right? Like, right. I'm not the saying... Chill, the chill factor that, that Space Jam 2 is going to give me may not be there. I'm, I'm not all. saying... I'm just saying LeBron is going to be... Better. All right. Here's the here's the deal, though. We're talking about Space Jam, and we, we don't care about Michael's acting because no. he is the goat. Yes, the greatest of all time. So this is he doesn't even have to be a great actor because he is MJ. Done. There's there's it doesn't matter. No, the icon that 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 Michael Jordan is to this world has forever changed its direction. Exactly. Actually, yeah. I was but at, then he played for the Washington Wizards. Yeah. So. I, I mean, he was he was working like for the organization. I feel like that's all I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, but then he played. <laughs> yeah, but no. Okay, so I was at church this past Sunday, and I saw a little kid, and mm-hmm. I found out that his favorite basketball player of all time is Michael Jordan. And, I mean, mind you, he is like four years old. I'm like, right. that's adorable. Yeah. Why is that? Because of Space Jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's the factor that Michael Jordan I hear you. But if it were three years from now, his favorite basketball player of all time would be LeBron. Wait, okay. Because he'll see the new Space Jam. But MJ is the GOAT. Here's, okay, Michael Jordan on the court, yes. LeBron James off the court has done so much more good than... Hands down. Here's what I'm saying, than Space Jam will ever do. Like, the things yeah, that yeah. LeBron James is doing now, it's, like, going to transcend the little bit that Space Jam has done. Now, I love Space Jam. You guys know this. But, like, what LeBron's doing for, like, human beings Absolutely. and their well-being... It's just like right, and that's wow. that's a great argument. But like, he's still a better actor than Michael Jordan. <laughs> if the conversation is about who's a better actor, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't exactly. care. Well, but we're talking we're talking about Space Jam though, like not about. Although we do have all their stats up, and I didn't realize that they've played the same amount of seasons now to yeah. this point. Yep. Yeah. Did he retire after 15 seasons? Is that all Michael played? Well, Michael played what 13. Fourteen? I think it's fifteen on this on this um oh, yeah, like that includes yeah. his time with the Washington Wizards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I he, mean the fact that he won six championships in fifteen seasons is insane. I mean that's well but and here's the other thing though. I think you have to separate into generations, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to look and say Jordan you can't say LeBron is the new Jordan because no one's the new Jordan. Like Jordan that's Jordan. like saying, oh, in baseball right now, the big thing is Shohei Otani is the new Babe Ruth. No one's ever going to be Babe Ruth. Yeah, and no one even knows who Shohei Otani is. No, <laughs> you you don't know who Shohei Otani is. Phil knows who Shohei Otani yeah, is. Yeah, but I've never heard that until today from your mouth that he's the new Babe Ruth. They preseason. That's all they were saying. Just because he can hit and pitch. That's right. The- but and it, I I wasn't the commentator. <laughs> all right. I'm repeating. But it's it's that kind of thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. But I still think Space Jam 2 is going to be better. Okay, well, I'll let you buy my movie ticket. It will go. I'm not buying your movie <laughs> ticket. I'll go see it. No. Sponsorship. Sponsorship. PLI buy our we'll, we'll bring in a we'll, bring, we'll, get, we'll go to like a really early show. Like, Dude. Buy out the no. theater. Hope that anyone else is there. This is actually an incredible thing for Phil to help out, like, why he can actually sponsor us. Want to know how to bring in young leaders? Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. All right. We have solved everything. Here's here's something though I think we should talk about. 
Space Jam, the original on IMDb, is only 6.3 out of 10 stars. Do you know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes? No, what is it? It is not good. That's ridiculous. That's, I mean, I'd at least put it in the eights. (laughs) (laughs) If we're having kids vote on this, it's a perfect hundred. (laughs) Yeah, every time. Every single time. I can't tell you the number of times I watched that movie as a kid. Well, my guess is every millennial would give it a... On Rotten Tomatoes, it's a a hot 38%. For real? Hot 38%. Okay, what's what's the crowd score, though? Not the aggregate. What's the, like, the popcorn score there, the... People. The people? Oh, you're going to love this. Wait, wait. 63%? 63%, which is the year Michael Jordan was born. 1963. That's why. Okay, so that's... <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> Average rating, 3 out of 5. User, how do I vote on this? How do I make 100 accounts and just, and just vote this, it up? Just change the score of this. So, Phil, was... I mean, those were Jordan's kind of golden years as you were growing up, right? Yeah. I, I saw Jordan play. I saw him at the United Center. Mm-hmm. I um, saw him win championships. And at the time, I was thinking, man, this is awesome. But now looking back, it's like I saw one of the greatest teams, mm-hmm. the greatest player of all time. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. And I think the big debate about LeBron and, and Michael is like their, their, their cast of players with them. Yeah. Like the, the, their teammates, right? Like... LeBron has had some really great teammates and some really terrible teammates and has done some incredible things to their teams. Well, Michael not, had Scotty and Tony Kukoc and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but if, if you read anything how Michael pushed his teammates, oh, yeah. he pushed his teammates so much harder they than They had LeBron no choice James. but to be LeBron perfect. James will go on social media and start talking trash, and then that's <laughs> the way that to change his teammates, I don't know, motivation. Yeah. So. If anything, Michael Jordan, I mean, I think he punched Steve Kerr in the face. Uh, yeah. And so, like, that's how intense he was. I'm not saying that's not right. And you I should not do not promote domestic abuse. TLI does not endorse punching. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well said. Um, with that being said, he pushed his teammates to the limits. And yeah. I don't think LeBron um, has that extra in him. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Oh, you mean he's a nicer guy? Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a much yeah. better human being than Michael Jordan, than yeah. most people. Well, and I yeah. think part of it, too, though, is organizationally, right? Like, yeah. the 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 Bulls organization made a push. I mean, for the, what was that, the 90s? I mean, they... Yeah, but if you know about the organization, oh, it was good. not good. The organization was not good. No. Um, they that That's that what led to the breakup. So, yeah, I mean, gotcha. so not a really good organization. I mean, I mean it's... Here's what I know about basketball in the 90s. Nothing. 94, 95, Rockets back-to-back, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Tanner There were things that were exchanged in this room that, well, can't be repeated Um, or shown. There's the the, the, the beat to get there in 94, 95. We don't... Ted... The LeBron... The the era of LeBron and the era of Mike Arts are two different things, right? And so I feel like with, like... Where LeBron is like, there are certain things that he cannot do because of social media, the fact that everybody mm-hmm. has a phone or everybody else has a voice. When Michael played, like, Michael got the mic. Yeah. Right? Like, he was the one that was listened to and he was the one who could, like, take things in a great direction and he won six championships. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to do. Yeah. And there are some really great players in the 90s. Really great. I mean, he played, you know, against Stockton and Malone and won a couple of champions there. Like, Charles Barkley beat him and he's incredible too. Right? So they, 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 they paid their dues and they, and they got some wins. I just I, I love the way that LeBron James has changed the game of basketball and has taken the game of basketball to different lengths. Yep, expanding it to different countries. Um, well, I, I even think it's interesting. But Michael was the one that. But without really, Michael, without LeBron Michael, doing it. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. The, yeah. the reason the NBA is as popular as it is today 
is because of Michael Jordan. Yeah, and I don't, I, and I honestly don't think that the, that they. I think that the fans care more about who the greatest of all time is, and I don't think they're concerned about it. Because like, what's Michael going to do now? Like nothing. His game has been played. Yeah, LeBron. Like some, and some will come along eventually and rival LeBron James. Well, what are you talking about? He is going to lead the Hornets to a championship one day. Yeah, <laughs> not going to happen. Back, <laughs> well, and I think I, I think for me that's part of it too. Is like we love talking about the greatest of all time, and it's like. You gotta talk about eras. Yeah, but what I don't if there isn't an answer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. I don't think there is. I think, no. I Jordan, is is, I mean, he's up there, right? Because it was, and the NBA was coming into its own. Yeah. In the '90s, I mean, because it's kind of like baseball back in like the, the tens and twenties, right? It was really, gaining traction. So that's why you, hear Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth and all these names, but. There are guys who have been better than them because of the era they're in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's a, yeah. Space Jam Two will be better. Anyways, all right, Space Jam Two. Speaking, and that's our logic. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Speaking of space, speaking of, this is a great transition. This what? Is, I, have, I think I ruined it by saying this is a great transition. Well, I'm not, who cares? So this week uh, was released the badges for Space Force. Space Force. Why do we need Space Force? Space Ice. Because we're going to make Space great again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Space Force badges came out this week, and they look like Disney's, uh, what's the roller coaster there? The Mountain? Space yeah, Mountain? Space Mountain. Yeah. It looks like a Space Mountain oh, logo. Sure. And all I want to see is a bunch of, like, it's really funny because people have been talking a lot about it, and, you know, saying all these things and someone's like what we envision is Star Trek or Star Wars happening and really it's going to be a bunch of nerds sitting around a computer uh, defending satellites with drones and so I just want this like slow walk like Space Force slow-mo movement of all these nerds with this sweet patch um, I here's the thing is if this was for like a video like an arcade video game I'm getting excited about them but there is one that like there's six that are out if you just google Space Force logos it'll, mm-hmm. it'll pop up but one of them is just Mars awaits so right. Space Force not Mars Force yeah right like we're limiting ourselves just by like, going to Mars yeah well, let's check out some Come other on. stuff too yeah let's make Pluto friends with aliens yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 let's go all over the place but if this was for like a video game you better believe I'm playing it yeah, and if they were a video game logo, but this they'd in the be lobby really of a cool. Chili's, I am there. But like, there's, it's so funny because I saw some some commentary on some of these, and one person was like, "Oh, look, it's the NASA logo, yeah, but red, yeah." But there's one, th- there are a couple of them that like, it looks like Buzz Lightyear's rocket ship, like it's like Space Force, but like with Buzz Lightyear's rocket ship. I, you know what? I don't. These logos are. I'm not a graphic designer. We know this. I don't hate all of these. But also, how many quarters do I have to put in the machine to play this game? Right, exactly. Right. Like, right. <laughs> but I'm excited, man. We're going if we're if we're gonna do start doing some things in space, this is gonna be great. Yep, and we're gonna have a force to do it. Yeah. And then we'll finally realize and see that aliens exist. That's right. And Blink 182 will be right this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey mom there's something in the background okay anyways oh man Space Force Space okay Force. so if you guys had a vote on a logo which one do you vote for with the six here okay are you talking like like for real life or like just for hilarity okay you have been inducted into the Space Force branch 
and you're going to wear this on your right arm. This is the patch that you have on there. What patch do you want? I think my favorite one is the one with uh, Russian wording. <laughs> Where's that one at? And that's on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a, funny. A Russian troll account. Oh, yes, exactly. So it's, um, I don't know, man. Honestly, I look at all of them and I kind of go, oh, this, no. Oh, this one, no. Like, there's one that, like, is decently cool. It's a rocket ship with some blue and red triangles below it but then it's got like this clip art moon behind it yeah that's beautiful <laughs> um the mars awaits one would be pretty cool if it didn't say you know mars awaits yeah exactly that one, that one was made on canva like wait, wait i like the 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 the, the, the middle blue one on the top the the one that looks like a shield of some sort mm-hmm. that, that with the one. buzz light rocket oh yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah sometimes i'm wondering we're probably thinking this is ridiculous just because it has the name of space force and I wonder if we wouldn't be going in this direction if it was the name. Do you like the name? No, I, I agree. What would you name it? Space Command. Space Space Command. Which is, you know, what it's already called in the Air Force. Yeah, I feel like a it. safe way to go would be some sort of acronym. And then just, I, I don't know what that like might be. NASA? Exactly. National Aeronautical exactly. Space Administration. And why CFTA? can't we just... CFTA coming for the aliens. Yep. That's it. That's it. CFTA. Coming at you. And just like a big fist mm-hmm. for the aliens. Like, and, and here's the, like, the truth is like, it, it's something we should have because oh, yeah. satellites run our lives now. I mean, I can't get anywhere without a satellite telling me where to go. True that. So, but just the fact that it's called Space Force. I like how the top left one looks very Russian. Yeah, which basically, that's the NASA logo, but red. The NASA logo is blue, so if you pull up the NASA logo... I know, logo, just with the colors, though. Yeah, so it's it's literally the NASA logo. Got it. But if we look at, like, all the other logos of our military branches, like, this one is definitely out in right field. There's no anchor. There's no bird. There's mm-hmm. no circle around the circle around the circle. Well, and, and there's... There's a classicness to the the military emblems because yeah, they were all hand drawn and then sewn onto a flag. Right. There you go. I think I think you have to stick with the brand of what the other military stuff has and then work off that way. I, yeah. I, it's just not working for me. I want an eagle in space. That's what I want. Oh, I love birds. Anyways, space force, huh? Space force. So speaking of space force. Tanner, what are you consuming lately? Three things I'm consuming. I know this podcast is running pretty long. Three things. I've been walking a bunch. Yep. And that's just been nice. Mm -hmm. The NBA schedule came out yesterday. You ready? And I've been pulling out my calendar. I have planning on making a couple of stops to San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas this year, Mm -hmm. hopefully. Um, And then Sarah, my wife, and I have been watching the TV show Chuck. Come on. And it's fantastic. It's so good. My dreams at night have been out of control. Yeah, and you're in season three, right? Uh, I think so. Oh, man. This I believe is, that's so. the best season. You said that. My dreams have been crazy. <laughs> Last night, I'll just say this. I was on a motorcycle. I was able to pick the motorcycle up, and somebody lost a head. Perfect. That's all I'll say. Please stop there. That's all I need. That's all I'll say. So now I want to go watch Chuck. I'm probably going to do that tonight. Ted, what are you consuming? Uh, right now... Um, I'm consuming a lot of baseball as we're getting closer to Shashay Sean Sean Yes, <laughs> the the next Babe Ruth. <laughs> yes, uh, as we're getting closer to what team does he play for? The Angels. What uh, if there is a Sandlot two? There is with 
Oh, there is. Yeah. There's like four Sandlots. Is there for real? Yeah. Yeah. And they're wow. terrible. I was going to say, what but if you know what they're missing? Johnny as uh, the, the, the next Babe Ruth. Do you know Just kind of like Space Ham, whatever. LeBron James. Dumb. <laughs> okay, you're consuming baseball. So, baseball, um, oh man, the, the big one is, and I haven't watched this week's episode, I'm really excited. It's, I think it's called uh, Crafting It. Oh, with the new uh, Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. And it's, it's not a um, Parks and Rec reunion, but it's like it gives me enough, yeah. and it crashes together a lot of things I love, which is uh, you know maker stuff, people who build their own things, which is super cool. But then the format is the same as uh, the Great British Bake Off, yeah. which is just one of my favorite. Hey, I'm doing chores or something. I'm gonna throw this on. It's Bake Off is awesome, and it's the same format as that, but with, like, building things. Mm-hmm. And then people, you know, it's it's a competition, but it's not one of these stupid reality show competitions where everyone's cutthroat. It's yeah. everyone's supporting Your each other. Your work is pure garbage. You're the weakest right. link. We'll see you later. Right. All the British. Yeah. But, I'm really good I at mean, there was, in the first episode, there was a moment where one guy finishes his project, and he walks over to the other guy and goes, hey, what can I help you with? And it's just, it's what kind of, a church and then you get, you know, <laughs> and then it's, you know, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler and they are just Cub fan, by the hilarious. way. Hilarious. Nick Offerman. Amy Poehler? No, Nick Offerman. Phil, we all know that the world is Cub fans because WGN ruled the nineties. So. But remember Parks Rec, you're one of your favorite shows. They predicted Cubs winning the world series in 2016, all because of Nick Offerman when they went into the future. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I'm just making sure it's said. It's just, oh. That's fine. The world right. needs to know. How's you I, I was actually now? just tell, trying to tell shut them up. about the next Babe Ruth. Exactly. You Darvish. You Darvish. All right. You're a Darvish. That that's a sore subject right now. I know. So he's out for the season. Yep. So Phil, how about you? What are you consuming? <laughs> that's easy. Being a dad, not sleeping, and a lot of Drake. Yeah. Nice. A lot of you Drake. Drake fan? Kind of. You know. You ever heard of Written Speak? <laughs> Think about like it. I hear Come on, there's a, there's, a rumor, there's a rumor out there that Drake and Ridden Speak are collaborating on something. Really? It's not a real rumor, but <laughs> but I'll start it. Then why are you here doing a podcast with us? I, I know my place in this world. <laughs> Phil, it has been a true pleasure it's having you on this good. podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks Guys. for coming and talking startups and sponsoring this podcast. We'll have to figure out how to do a, a long distance phone call record. Yeah. Thing. So if anyone yeah. knows how to do that, let us know. Let's figure it out. Hi, Mom. Hi, Jill. Hi, Dad. That's it. Oh, hi, Kyrie and Porter. That would have oh. been bad. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been really bad. What about your dogs? Maddie and Zena. Yeah. Sponsors. Anyways, Ted, I'm, tell them uh, where they can find you on the internet. Okay, they can find me at Theod is both Instagram and Twitter. Facebook, just type in Ted Daring and hope nice. you get lucky. Uh, tell us about PLI, Phil, and where they can find you on the internet. You can find me uh, personally, Phil underscore Klopke. Uh, that's Instagram, Twitter. Um, and then uh, for 1,000 Young Leaders, look up 1,000 Young Leaders. I think we're the only one there with only one post. So nice. there you Is go. Is it uh, PLI.com? No, it's PLIleadership.org, and then you'll be able to find 1,000 Young Leaders, the front page. You can Google us. You should find us. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd love to talk to you. And uh, thanks for listening today. Awesome. It was great to be with you guys. It was fun to have awesome. you. Have you for awesome. sure. And if you want to check out anything that I do, uh, just at written to speak or written to speak.com. Uh, and that will be that. I'm Ted. I'm Tanner. I'm Phil. We did a podcast. podcast. Boom. Yes. Uh,
Bambino. The great Bambino. Bambino.